brothers and sisters, in order that we may now be nourished with Christ, the true heavenly bread, we must not cling with our hearts to the outward symbols of bread and wine, but lift our hearts on high in heaven, where Christ, our advocate, is at the right hand of his heavenly Father. Let us not doubt that we shall be nourished and refreshed in our souls with his body and blood through the working of the Holy Spirit, as truly as we receive the holy bread and drink in remembrance of him. All those who are communicant members of this congregation or who are guests with an attestation are now invited to partake of the supper of our Lord. But first let us sing together from hymn 44, stanzas 1 and 2.
Please take the bread as the symbol of the body of Christ. The bread which we break is the communion of the body of Christ. Take, eat, remember and believe that the body of the Lord Jesus Christ was broken for the complete forgiveness of all our sins. Please take the wine as a symbol of the blood of Christ. The cup of blessing for which we give thanks is the communion of the blood of Christ. Take, drink from it, all of you, 
remember and believe that the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ was poured out for the complete forgiveness of all our sins. This morning we will have our readings and a few words about those readings as we find it in the book of Psalms, Psalm 121, and we will read the first two verses and sing afterwards from that same psalm, the first stanza. A song of ascents, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Beloved congregation of the Lord Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, you too, boys and girls, no doubt as you came to church this morning, you passed many other worship places, perhaps a mosque or a temple of the Latter-day Saints or a casino, but... As you made your way here, you drove past these establishments. You came to church this morning. Why? Why did you come here? Same thing, we can wonder about the Israelites who went up to Jerusalem. For this Psalm 121 deals with the Israelites going up to Jerusalem. That's why it's called the Song of Ascents. It was one of the psalms that the pilgrims would sing as they made their way up to Jerusalem. But... As they went up to Jerusalem, they also would pass places of false worship. For it is in the hills that the heathens made their shrines. But the Israelite pilgrims went past these shrines and continued on to Jerusalem, which was also located among the hills. As they made their way up to Jerusalem, they would see the familiar hills of Jerusalem before they would see the actual city. And there was great anticipation and joy as they made their way there. Those hills reminded them of God's presence. It reminded them of what they would find there in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, God's temple is located. And in the temple, they would make sacrifices for their sins and feel God's presence. That is where they could worship him in truth. Brothers and sisters, the Lord God is also present among us this morning and that's what we seek isn't it that's why we are here and he is spiritually present in the bread and the wine hopefully this morning you also feel joyful joyful and that you may be here because through the lord's supper you may be reminded of the forgiveness of your sins through the blood of the lamb of god the blood of christ as we could also confess this morning together Our help is in the name of that Lord, that God who forgives you your sins. He is the one alone worthy of worship. For he, as the psalm says, is the maker of heaven and earth. And therefore he is also all-powerful. There is no help in false gods. There is no help in a casino. There is no help in a God of your own imagination. 
only the maker of heaven and earth can help you. Only he can make everything well between him and you. Let's sing from Psalm 121, stanza 1. psalm he will not let your foot slip he who watches over you will not slumber indeed he who watches over israel will neither slumber nor sleep during this time of the season roads and sidewalks are treacherous because of the snow and the ice indeed for some of you it will have been difficult around your homes and also around the church lots of snow and ice slippery And you can easily fall. And this is especially a problem for the elderly and those who are physically challenged. The pilgrims also had to face many dangers as they made their way to Jerusalem. And on their path, the path that they had to traverse were often rocky and uneven. You could easily slip and fall and even break a bone making your way through the hills. The pilgrims, however, were convinced that God's eyes are always upon them. That his eye is upon them indeed day and night. For they encountered not only danger during the day, but also during the night. When this psalm was written, there were no Holiday Inns or Howard Johnson hotels or any other kind of hotels. And so the travelers on the way to Jerusalem would have to camp along the way, where they would be exposed to the elements, to wild animals, Brothers and sisters, in our life we constantly face dangers. Our lives hang by a thread. And the pilgrims knew that as well. But they trusted in the Lord. They knew that no matter what happened, God will keep his eye on them. He will be with them and assure them of his presence. God wants us to be aware of his presence all the time. Also during times of danger, he keeps his eye upon his children, upon you, day in, day out, throughout our whole lives. And the Lord God is always there to protect you. Let us sing of God's presence as we sing together from Psalm 121, stanza 2.
our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, will he not also give us all things with him? But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we are now justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. Therefore my heart and my mouth shall proclaim the praise of the Lord from now on and forevermore. Amen. Let us give thanks in prayer. Merciful God and Father, we thank you for the opportunity to partake of the supper of your Son, Jesus Christ, by eating of the bread and drinking of the cup, and so proclaiming the death of our Lord as the only ground of our salvation. We praise you that you give us the privilege to rejoice in the communion of your Son, as well as in the fellowship with one another. We also beseech you that we, being strengthened in faith by the celebration of this sacrament, may bring forth fruits of thankfulness. Cause us to show in our whole life our heartfelt love towards you and toward each other. Grant that with ardent expectation we may await the return of our Savior, who promised that he would drink with us of the fruit of the vine in the kingdom of his Father. To you, Father, be all glory, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. You now have the opportunity to make your offerings to the Lord. And then after the offertory, we will sing together in closing from Psalm 105 to stanzas 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> 